0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Demonland podcast. My name is Andy, and joining me again, Grape Viney. Good evening, Grape Viney. How are you?
1: I'm really well, Andy. Thank you. Uh, Hello, and hello to all the Demonlanders out there.
0: Yes, hello to the Demonlanders, and I will start off by saying I apologize once again that we won't be able to take any calls tonight. I'm still on the road, and uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, we'll get those phone lines open. Uh, but if you do want to interact with us, uh, you can join us in the chat room uh, while you're listening live. Um, that's at demonland.com slash podcast. So if you are listening to this live and not a recording of it, jump in the chat room and uh, you can ask us questions, interact with us, and uh, we'll read anything you say. Well, most things that you say, providing it can go out on the air. Um, we'll read it out for you. Um, great Viney. Yeah. Um, well, the hoodoo is finally broken. I know we don't believe in the hoodoos, but uh, there was something, a monkey we had to get off our back, and, uh, yeah, we did it uh, quite comfortably in the end.
1: Um, was there a special ceremony afterwards to to sort of mark the fact that, it uh, to quote Tony Abbott, is dead, buried, and cremated?
0: <laughs> well, don't you have to do the ceremony beforehand in order to... Uh, you know yeah, I mean, well, maybe so. there was
1: one before and <laughs> one afterwards. Uh, it was get good to get the win and uh, did it comfortably in the end. Um, took a little while to get going, uh, conceding the first four goals of the game. So,
0: so we, did but, uh, we did it again. We did it again. We had had a lapse. Now, uh, was it a lapse? Was it a slow start? Uh, what what happened? How did you see those first four goals
1: uh, going down? What what happened? Oh. Uh, um, Look, I, I don't know, the, but I, I'm not too worried about all this, even though I said the week before that if it happens again, Simon Goodwin should be officially worried. But, but really, there are momentum swings in every game, um, not just in Melbourne games, and it's not unusual for teams to kick three, four, five on the run. So if you're sort of looking more broadly at the competition and not just at Melbourne games, it's happening... All the time.
0: We we saw it in the Collingwood-Carlton game. Carlton got off to a great start. We saw it, um, you know, West Coast got ahead of Geelong and then Geelong had quite a number of goals in succession to get back and then West Coast kicked four quick ones at the end. Um, I didn't watch all the games this week, but it does uh, does happen in other games. So you're right. Um, You know, you can't be, you know, you want the team to be switched on for 120 minutes, but it's not going to be. It's just about mitigating... You know, the um, amount of uh, goals kicked in succession.
1: And you're right. You're right. And we're early in the season, so it's, it, it, it's still we're still getting our line and length right on who sits where in the pecking order. Um, you know, people were a bit disappointed in the win over Brisbane um, the week before, but Brisbane ran Port Adelaide um, yep. to within a goal uh, in Port on the weekend. So... Is Port overrated or Brisbane better than perhaps what we thought? So it's still a bit early to tell uh, just where everyone sits. But, uh, um, you know, we've had a reasonably easy start to the year and we're sitting pretty comfortably at two and one.
0: Yeah, 2-1, uh, we're the highest Victorian team. That's the first time we've been the highest Victorian team, I think, since round <laughs> 21, 2006. So that's another tick we can cross off in uh, breaking these embarrassing <laughs> records or whatever. We've got that thread on Demonland. But also, we're the highest scoring team, I believe, in the league. So that's, that's also a good, um, a good uh, thing to have. Um, and hopefully we can keep that up.
1: Yeah, it's funny because people have sort of said that the forward line um, isn't functioning properly, uh, yet we kicked, what, eight? I think 18 goals, 15 or 18, 16 or something on the weekend. So, And that is with um, Jesse
0: Hogan only contributing one of those goals. So, um, yeah, you've got to say we, we aren't finding it hard to score. Um, we might talk, well, we can talk about it now. Do you think we needed another tall Um and we can talk later, whether we think another tall is going to come in. But do, do you think we needed another tall? I know, obviously, uh, we were able no, to I kick really, goals. But I really
1: like this idea of uh, Hogan rotating with Petraka and even Oliver. Because there, so there were a the, few... It, it keeps shifting. There were a few times... Uh, and it... Uh, and, sorry. I, I just thought
0: there were a few times when Jesse had the ball up the ground, and I thought, well, who's going to be... Who's going to get the ball um, down down the forward line? And yeah, future when we were bombing it in, I, I think that it's harder. But when we did find, you know, one of our smaller guys on a lead um, or fa- finding some space, it seemed to work really well. So I think we've got to stop bombing it in if we don't have the tall options down there.
1: Uh, we're definitely more efficient going inside fifty this week than we have been in the two weeks uh, the two weeks prior. So um yeah and look there was a different setup this week with no uh with no peterson in there so i uh, look off if you kick 18 goals um it's worked hasn't it um no doubt it can work better but uh i can't see uh, can't really see them changing it this week
0: now we had two um two inclusions uh last week um And both of them, I think, had quite an impact. Uh, Definitely Dean Kent. Uh, It was a very welcomed return uh, for him back into the forward line. He kicked three goals, uh, provided plenty of run. I think he had a couple of tackles as well, which I think he was criticised of last year. Um, What what did you think of uh, uh, Kent's return?
1: He couldn't have done more than he did. As you say, snagged a few... Um, I thought he had more. I than think... tackles he had one, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, what he only, it was only recorded with one tackle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I th- for some reason, I thought he had more, but uh, mm. I'm looking at the stats. He, he did get
1: one. a free kick for that. That I mean, yeah. that was a, a solid. Um, that was a solid chase and bring down. So that's the one that stands out in the mind. That's Obviously, why. Obviously, there think was it's... only one, but uh, yeah. I think just his work rate and his pressure um, was was greater than what we've seen in previous. Um, seasons and it needed to be I, I think uh, Dean Kent is drinking at the last chance saloon at the uh, moment yeah. we'll- um, and if this is the way he's going to play then he'll it, be hard to knock out of the team
0: Yeah, We've got no shortage of uh, small guys that can come in the team and uh, with the performance of Casey which we'll talk about a bit later on uh, there's plenty yep. of guys really knocking on that door so he really needed to, to perform and Three goals, two, that's that's a pretty good uh, 20 disposals. It's a pretty good uh, uh, return to the team. So, yeah, well done, uh, Dean Kent. And, yeah, I want to see uh, more of that. And, you know, we know he's got a lot of pace, so he's got a lot to add to this uh, forward line. Um, we also had um, a frosty return to the team, and I, I was quite impressed with a number of his uh, marks that he took. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was happy with his return, and it, it certainly freed up Lever to... to um, to play a different game than he's been play, been you know, been sort of forced to play in the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh,
1: yeah, the back line functioned well. Uh, Frosty was okay. Um, made a few of those heart yep. in your mouth, mm-hmm. um, dashing runs out of defence. Um, but uh, yeah, that all sort of worked together pretty well. Um, ben Brown kicked a few, but only because he got given um it got given a few ridiculous free kicks and yeah. i know that the umpires have uh have been on everybody's mind uh in the post match um so yeah yeah there yep. were a couple frostal Frost frostal's stay i would have thought
0: yeah you think so uh there were a few incidents actually with the umpires that i was absolutely baffled by and a couple of the ben brown ones but there was also goldstein got a uh, free kick where because he elbowed someone in the face. I think he elbowed Lever in the face. Um, And then there was down the other end of the field where um, Kent barely scraped someone as he went by. I don't think there was even any contact. And, you know, Fritch had taken the mark and, you know, was subsequently had to give up the ball to um, a north defender um, for a free kick.
1: Um, I was staggered at that one and absolutely infuriated because... Uh, it was a great mark from Bailey. He was running back with the flight of the ball. There were two north uh, defenders that he was running into and he's it was just fearless. Um, I mean, it was, a, it was just a chess mark, but um, that's one of those gutsy gutsy ones uh, where you're going back with the flight of the ball. And so to have a certain goal taken off um, our hands was... Uh, uh, was annoying, to say the least.
0: So, um, there was also, um, I was quite impressed with um, with Tom Bug as well, uh, kicking, was, an ab- was it an aberration, uh, him kicking four goals one, and the one that he missed was an absolute sitter, um, and I think the, yeah. I uh, he was, right on half time, he was running in as the siren went, and I would have thought he would have stopped. Uh, when the siren went and go back and sort of take it again. I, I'm not sure if the siren sounding sort of affected him in a way. I don't know. Uh, but I was impressed with the rest of his game. And uh, I, I must admit, <clears throat> I didn't think that he would kick most of those goals because uh, of his record, but he did. He sunk uh, four of them.
1: Yeah, yep. The one he missed was an absolute <laughs> shocker, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? It definitely was. Um you know 20, 20 out straight in front so
0: he's, he's not the guy you want with ball in hand uh siren sounds <laughs> no. grand final five points down uh straight in front um definitely not but uh I, no. I really like him i think he's um he's earning his place in the side if he can keep kicking straight he definitely will because four goals from a small forward is is fantastic and it's sort of hard to sort of man up on those type of guys and um he's doing all the right things.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Someone in the chat room, um, who was it? Uh, Drunken 167 mentioned uh, Clayton Oliver. He was heavily tagged, uh, still got uh, 20 disposals, was thrown into the forward line sort of late in the game, was able to get two goals within two minutes. Uh, You know, he's going to start getting heavily tagged. So... We've got to sort of work, you know. I think I think the coach has to be a bit quicker in uh, sort of doing something and perhaps moving him into the forward line is a good move, um, you know, to break those tags. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, and particularly well once we get Viney back, yeah. Um, you know, then you know if attention goes to one player, then it's it's incumbent upon the others yep. to step up effectively, and. Uh, we've seen we've seen him go forward successfully. Um, he's pretty strong in the air uh, for his height. Um, so this sort of chopping and changing with Jesse and uh, track um, and Oliver can help break that, um, break those tags up um, and uh, disrupt sort of the opposition. So we're on to um, Goodwin's... Um, for sort of flexibility in uh, the playing group um, is paying dividends, I think.
0: Well, I think there were a lot of people sort of (coughs) questioning the the selection table um, moves. We're not having the big guy, uh, not having another big guy down forward. Um, People say he's crazy, but it worked. Um, Are we not giving the coach enough, enough credit? You know, we've got to sort of probably have a bit more faith.
1: Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, look, I, it's ridiculous to be doubting Goodwin um, at this stage or on this record. Um, you know, we're two and one. Uh, admittedly, not against great yep. opposition.
0: Could easily um, have been but, three. And, but he's three, his, and
1: his, up, three games into the second year of his coaching career, and things have been tracking okay. So I don't know why there would or should be criticism of Goodwood, notwithstanding the fact that you know, some of the decisions at the selection table have been interesting um, and surprising. Um, but, as you say, they've sort of worked for the moment or they haven't really been too exposed.
0: Yeah. Um, so, also, Hogan. Um, I was extremely impressed uh, with his game on the weekend, um, He's just getting better and better I I you know obviously last year was a terrible year on and off the field for for him and obviously the off-field stuff affected the on-field stuff he's just relishing the game uh he's got a massive engine he's playing so well up the field and it, it was one of the best on ground for for me
1: yeah I couldn't agree more um and, as you say, if we just need more Jesse's, if we need Jesse leading out to Jesse uh, he's a really good user of the ball. Um, uh, and uh, so when he sort of gets it upfield, um, you know he can really be quite damaging. Um, so yeah, he's in uh, he's in he's in great neck. Um, and it, seems to be enjoying his footy it's too, a, which is a, which is great.
0: It's early days uh, at the moment, but if you see if 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 this form continues and he you know just gets better and better, can you see an all Australian um, in his future this year?
1: Uh, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, uh, why not? Yeah. Um, I've actually start I mean, I've always um, always uh, thought he was going to be a great player, but uh, I think he's going to exceed my expectations. Um, I think he's he's better than even I thought he could possibly be. so um, yeah, well,
0: my expectations what... of him was he'd be in that you know sort of goal square forward taking these massive marks and you know, kicking goals, but his, his game is, it's a totally different game to what I ever expected that he would play. I didn't sort of, initially I didn't see him as that sort of centre forward, but now he's even taken, he's sort of a bit of a ruck rover sort of around the ground and, you know, obviously can still come forward and do what he does. Um, it's You're right, footballer.
1: It's, it's, it's totally different. If you look at the first few games uh, from 2000, what was it, 15? Yeah. Um, he was, he was taking contested marks, um, and obviously sort of stationed at full forward, but his role has just completely changed since then. I actually miss the contested marking aspect a little bit. Um, that's why we need uh, two Jesses,
0: <laughs> one up the ground, one down the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, he's had, uh, Max has sort of been going down there too, so, um, uh, you know, on occasions he's got uh, he's sort of got Max to contend with too. But um, uh, his role now is um, uh, is entirely different from what it was when he first um, when he first played.
0: Uh, you mentioned Max Gorn, so we may as well go to him next. Um, just also, is is definitely in his all 2016 All Australian form um he's just killing it at the moment there's there's a lot of talk at the moment about you know this golden era of ruckman and you know a lot of the footy shows are all talking about the ruckman and um you know they are talking about gorn but uh you know they're talking about a few others as well and i reckon gorn is ahead of all of them so uh, it could be just my bias but i think um yeah they're talking grundy nick nat I, i i think gorn's better than all of them
1: yeah, I agree that he's back to his all-Australian form, and uh, I expect he'll play this way for the rest of the season. Um, th- there's just no reason that he won't keep um, uh, won't keep dominating. Uh, he just he just looks sort of you know right in the zone at the moment now with um, I can't see it changing
0: uh, can i just can I just
1: mention two highlights from the sure, weekend sure uh, uh, one was Jeffy's interception yes uh, which was a great steal and goal and the other was Bailey Fritch's snap um, around the corner from the boundary line to find Jesse in the square yeah. which was a superb bit of skill and uh you know, on the back of what we talked about before, that great mark, contested mark that was taken off in, um, he seems to have uh, he seems to have it all, Bailey Fritch, doesn't he?
0: You, you look at his stats, and it, there's nothing impressive about the stats, but it, when he does get the ball, he's, he's he really has an impact, and I'm really liking him. I, I can sense that there's going to be a game where he kicks four or five, and he'll just be you know unleashed. Uh, he's He's a certain starter now in my mind, um, you know, unless he really has a bad patch. Uh, but I'm really liking what I see of him and um, I see good things in the future for him.
1: Really, yeah. reads the ball. I, I well. also can't see him get going out of the team and I think his composure and skills um, are better than uh, Nibbler, um, Harms um, and Hannum too. So in terms of the... And, and Bug... You know, so in terms of that half-forward role, um, I reckon he's sort of, a, you know, pretty much at the head of the queue there.
0: Yeah, he's definitely in there. Um, now, what did you... Th- we were talking about Max, um, but obviously Max can't ruck um, all day um, with and without another tall man, without uh, Tom McDonald in the team at the moment, without Peter, um, you know, we... I can see the only other ruck stat, hit-out stats we had were Harms. And I, I think I recall um, Petraka going up in the ruck uh, a couple of times. Uh, do, do you see that as being something that you know could cost us because we don't have another big man to, to sort of take the rucking duties when Max has to have Well, I, I don't know
1: who... Uh, I, I mean, I know Harms did go up. I don't know who he was rucking against at mm. that time. Um, Hawthorne's obviously got McAvoy. I don't know who does their, their secondary. Rank, um, yeah. Who does their secondary? Whether it's show and makers or, or one of the other tools. But um, uh, <laughs> I definitely
0: recall Petraka going up against Majak at one stage, and I thought that was right. quite funny. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that yeah potentially could. Uh, I don't think it'll. I think it'll cost us a game, but. Uh, Yeah, we 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 sort of sometimes when Max goes off, sometimes that's
1: we lose momentum. Yeah, 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 Yeah. and I think also that can also depend on the midfield mix as as well. Um, You know, once you take Clary out of there, um, your you know your chances of winning the clearance drop somewhat. Yeah, um, given how just given how good he is, so.
0: I really liked Salem's game for most most of the game. It does have quiet periods uh, during the game, but he's got a bit of mongrel in him. He uses the ball really, really well. Um, you know, I, I really liked his game this week. I thought it was his best um, best of the year so far.
1: Yep, as uh, his uh, critics on Demon Land, Christian Salem.
0: He does uh, even after this this week's game, still got the same critics.
1: Yeah, and people saying, oh, well, it's, why has it taking him so long to get professional or get the message or... Well, there but was... I think people forget... Sorry. Th- there was an article uh, about
0: um, about uh, yep. his exit interview last year and sort of that was, you know, a bit of the kick-up. The Barmy did extra training sessions and all that. So, um, you know, forget the past. We're looking at the future now. So as long as he's got his act together now... Um,
1: I think people just have unrealistic expectations and I think sometimes we forget that these kids, when they come into the club, they're 18 or 19 and they're they're not mature. And if you think back to how you were in the first year of your job as an 18 or 19-year-old, you just... You know, football has developed at different rates, obviously, but it takes time for... um, you know, an understanding of the work ethic and the professionalism and those things to sink in. Even if they're told to you, it's not until you grow up a bit to you really um, understand the problem. I think most players, you know, the first thing that the, um, they'd be um, focused on is getting a game. Then it's becoming a regular in the team. It's only after those things happen that you then start to think, all right, well, what are we really in this for? and are in this to play finals. And how do we go about doing that? So, you know, it takes those stages would take a number of years to go through. So it's you know you've got to give players, a, in most instances, a few years to mature, and that and that includes listening properly to the messages that are being given to them and the lessons being uh, being handed out. Uh, And as someone has just pointed out in the chat room, he's had all sorts of...
0: uh, Yeah, the thyroid uh, issue, um, he's had hammies or whatever he's had.
1: um, uh, Falling bricks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, He uses the ball so well and, um, you know, as he gets more and more touches, uh, you know, we've been screaming out for good ball users. So uh, he's a guy that uh, does know how to use it. So I'm happy with him. Um, We can talk about two other... Two other players that often get uh, you know criticism on Demon Land uh, from anonymous people. Um, that's you know <laughs> that's uh, Wagner and uh, Oscar McDonald. Uh, I thought Wagner had his best game for us uh, this week. Um, I think he's yep. shown improvement in every game, and he's starting to cement his place in the team. If he continues playing like that, then we might be seeing more and more of him and he might uh, stamp um, his name on, you know, a position on the field.
1: Uh, Paul Roos was really bullish about Wagner and I must admit I didn't really see it at the beginning but, uh, you know, this is going back, um, you know, a a couple of years ago now but um, uh, certainly starting to see it now and he's he's in that sort of... um, He's in that sort of right size mix for the defence. So there's there's quite a bit of versatility and flexibility back there.
0: And Oscar McDonald now, Brown kicked four goals, but there were a couple of free kicks he got that just were not there. Um, Not in my mind. I could just be using my one eye uh, in that. But, yeah, I I thought he had a good game. I think... um, I don't know. I think he's starting to also um, find his feet in this team. Um, he does have a lot of detractors, but um, the team, the coach is definitely you know persisting with him. He all year was playing him, and he's not going anywhere. So, um, yeah. What did you think?
1: He, he had a good game. He's had a good, great start to the yeah. year. He's probably been, uh, he's probably been the best, most consistent defender um over the course of the three games um so yep
0: uh, tick tick all right um yeah we said uh you know our, our defenders sort of are starting to fight you know hibbert had a better game i thought jeddah had a better game than he had been playing the last couple of weeks um yeah um, what about melksham melksham's been i think a little bit quiet um I don't think he's in the mm. dropping territory, but, um, you know, there are a lot of guys sort of, um, you know, knocking on the door. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a good thing, good problem to have. And we'll talk about the players from Casey shortly um, that are knocking on the door. Um, one guy I forgot, um, and we shouldn't forget him, Jonesy, I, th- I thought as well, um, was superb.
1: Um, at time. Uh Yep. He yep. had a good game. Yeah, he's had a. Uh, he's also had a, a good start to the year. You know, Gorn, uh, Gorn, Hogan, Jones, and Petraka, and Oliver. Sorry, um, have all started the year really well, um, and are playing. You know, close to their best footy.
0: Well, uh, that is evident in the. Um, I think in the uh, Demonland Player of the Year um, votes um that we've got um, is, is jesse leading jesse is leading uh i wouldn't have thought uh, at, the yes. start of, at the start of the year if you would you know sort of said who do you think will be leading it i wouldn't have had jesse there and that's not because i don't think uh he's any good but um yeah it's um, i think jesse from max uh jonesy and then clary and Petraka. um so you know they're five top players uh, Drunken 167, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this, uh, Grave Viney, I saw it on social media this week, um, the the heat map. Uh, are you familiar with the heat maps? Um, yes. Yes. Are you familiar with uh, Josh Wagner's heat map from the uh, from the game uh, last week? Uh, someone's put it up in the uh, chat room at demonland.com slash podcast. Um, so yep. if you uh, want to go and have a look at uh, Wagner's heat map... Uh, it's uh, fascinating viewing. <laughs>
1: too hot to too hot to handle. Yes. It's uh, basically.
0: Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, do I miss any other players uh, this week? I, I think we've we've discussed pretty much all of them. Um, you know, I thought uh, yep. I'll go back. I thought Jeffy Garlett was a bit quiet. We discussed that uh, brilliant uh, bit of you know interception play, but you yeah, have a look. He kicked three goals in the end, so he's doing exactly what a small forward uh, should should do. Um, you know, he was uh, when I say it's he quiet. He's quiet in patches, but you know, still kicking three goals, and you know, he's um, doing exactly what he's uh, paid to do. Um, yep. oh, we didn't yes, uh, drunken one six seven. we haven't mentioned Lewis, uh with the exception of uh, I think <laughs> there was one or maybe two errant uh, kicks, I thought he had a had a great uh, game. he was playing more on the wing rather than the um sort of half back off the half back. um and as drunken said in the uh, chat room, he had twenty seven touches, so um yeah, that's yep. what we want to see from Lewis, so yeah, that'd be great coming up against his old side uh, this week, so. I'm sure he'll lift. For it's that. like anyone
1: in the back line. The mistakes stand out because they end up costing goals. And I think, I think at least uh, there might have only been only been the one yeah. errant kick. I think but,
0: it was in the uh, forward line anyway.
1: <laughs> but it did, uh, it did cost yeah. us. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, look, he's uh, uh, for the most. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I think uh, the interesting thing with Lewis will be, you know, um, I think the difference between his best and his. Worst footy is growing, um, you know, and uh, it'll just be a question of when is he uh, uh, when is he no longer available a to the team and is sort of taking up someone's spot. So yeah, well, it's not it's yet. So still... um,
0: he's he's still there. He's not going anywhere for the moment. And no, he does bring all that leadership as well. So yep. Um, all right. Well. Um... We can move on from... He loses
1: his feet, um, can lose his feet far too easily sometimes. Um, And it just looks like it's almost his default position on a loose ball is to go to ground. Um, So, um, yeah, having said that, he's played some good footy on the weekend, so...
0: Yeah, we... uh, I was going to say, we we discussed our... um... We discussed our laps this week, so we don't need to uh, talk about. I uh, there was a an article about you know the D's having the we're either lapsing or being lethal, um, and well, yeah, <laughs> just got to sort of bridge that gap and uh, shorten those lapses, and um, no doubt we will be uh, a difficult team to beat. Um, I was having a look at the uh, injury list. And, you know, with the exception of having almost two of our best, you know, ten players on that injury list, we have a very small, um, very small injury list. Um, we've just It's only got... Vanders
1: and McKenna, isn't it? Yeah. Other than McDonald and Barney?
0: Yeah, and at the moment, I don't think McKenna would be knocking the door down. So, it's Vanders, I think even at this stage, you know, would be sort of, you know, uh, having to fight for that spotting the forward line with a number of other players. So uh, we've got quite a healthy uh, injury list. Um,
1: if it doesn't stop people from demanding um, Dave Misson's head. Well, so we've only yeah. got two
0: on there. These two they are both saying four to five weeks. Um, but with the injuries that they have, um, we don't know exactly how long that will be. Hopefully shorter. Um than that um we've got a big game big game coming up this week uh it'll really show i think where we're at um last time we played them um again we had one of those lapses uh where were we're, we're, what was the score i think we were down by about 36 points i think at one stage um
1: came back in the third quarter
0: yeah so we were i think we got to about six goals down or five goals down but we did come back we got a point down and i think even in the last quarter there was a point down at three quarter time and in the last quarter we actually got our noses in front before they steadied and kicked a couple and then i think we got one back at the end um to lose by three or four points um don't want that happening uh, again this week
1: um, you know we well, the, there's one big reason to win this week is that uh, we're then 3-1 and, yep. and that sets up the blockbuster against Richmond which given it's our home game we want we need that Anzac Day game to be as big as possible and if we lose to, Hawk, to uh, the, uh, the Hawks then it just takes a little bit of the polish off coming into the Richmond game and won't get the same billing that it will if we're th- uh, uh, three and one.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice, um, nice to win this week. Richmond play Brisbane. You'd think they will knock them off. Um, they'll be three and one. We'd be three and one. Don't want to get ahead.
1: And of And it'll get, it'll get absolutely hyped, um, you know, uh, out of the water um, if we're both three and one, and then we can expect a huge crowd.
0: Well, one of the footy shows was talking about uh, that being a, obviously a better game than the Essendon-Collingwood one, and sort of that's that game shaping up as, you know, the two exciting teams of, of the comp. Um, so, yeah, it'd be great to, to get a bit of hype around the game, and um, yeah, it'd be great to get, you know, 80 plus, 85 if we can. So, uh, let's let's get it, <laughs> we've got one game in between then uh, to talk about, and are you expecting uh, changes this week?
1: Uh, it's going to be hard to change a side that won by a, won comfortably by you know six plus goals. Um, again, it's hard to judge what happened at Casey because they had such an easy victory. Um, it seems that Harley uh, Balick was um, yes. in the best players. Sam Weideman. Um, Took some big grabs or contested grabs, kicked a few goals, um, uh, did some ruck work, uh, all of which apparently was quite good. Um, so yeah, so
0: so we uh, they won by 100. Will there be changes? Well, we'll talk about first. First of all, we'll talk about uh, about the Casey game uh, a little bit. Um, uh, We won by 107 points, admittedly against uh, quite rubbish opposition. Um, But, you know, Harley Ballack kicked six, Wiedemann kicked five. Um, Yep. I mean, both of them are sort of knocking on the door. I don't think uh, Harley will walk straight into a team. I think he's got to probably show, you know, uh, a bit more. But it is exciting. We've got sort of... I think we had 18 listed players play in that in that team. And that's a very good thing for a team like us who, you know, is an up-and-coming team to have all these guys knocking on the door and sort of wanting to perform to get in. Um,
1: you... Yeah. Look, they also mentioned in the review on the club website, mentioned that Brayshaw and Hannon both had good games and I think Brayshaw was used in a tagging role, Yep. Um, which uh, is a new role for him. Um, and that then raises the question of will he come in this week and be used as uh, used to tag Mitchell?
0: Yeah, I was just going um, to say, do you think that was sort of a precursor um, to bring him in for mm, this week? And give, him, give him that responsibility.
1: Well, um, yeah, let's wait and see what... Simon says. Yes. Um, basically, that's uh, that's the game that we play. Um, waiting well, for six twenty-five on well, a Thursday exactly. night. Exactly.
0: Well, it seems to see what
1: Simon says.
0: It seems that um, uh, Goodwin is picking teams uh, based on the needs of the week, um, which is uh, probably an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, do you think you should pick teams based on? Uh, well, obviously form comes into it, but how much of it should be form? You know, do you keep a guy in that they played a good game, but maybe there's not that job for him to do and there's a guy like Brayshaw to come in? Would would you, you know, just say Harms had a good game, but they think that Brayshaw's probably a better player to sort of man up on on Tom Mitchell. Um, what do you think of that, um, that type of picking yeah, team? just have based not a on...
1: problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I mean, it's a balance, isn't it? Because yeah. the fewer changes yep. that you make, the more cohesive your team is uh, because you've got a great number of players playing with each other week in, week out. Yeah. So, um, Well, I'm not talking about you know,
0: six in, six out. Um, no, I know,
1: I know. I know. But, um, uh, you know, if a player has sort of played, um, has generally played well um, and then makes way for somebody else, um yeah, you, know, you know players have to um are required to play their roles and if someone's role becomes more important than yours then you might have to make way for a week um uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles
0: yeah selection will certainly be interesting um uh, what was the word of uh, Jaden Hunt? Um, last time we played the Hawks, he, he sort of played a forward uh, role. Uh, they sort of switched him up from the back line to the forward line, kicked three goals, two. Um, yep. It was quite exciting, but um, obviously we know his form this year hasn't been great. The uh, first two weeks was dropped. Um, could you see a bit of dash coming in off the half halfback? And I'll, I'll preface that because... Hawthorne have quite a number of uh, sort of so small forwards. They got that Piopolo, Impey, um, Bruce. Yep. There, there's a few of those uh, sort of smaller guys. Cyril. Cyril, How could I forget Cyril? Um, well, well, Jed will probably go to Cyril. Um, yeah, it's we've got to sort of match match up to the team we're playing. Um, they'll have that Sicily uh, coming back in. So there's a big guy, um, rough head, obviously. Um be interesting sort of selection to see the way they go. That, that O'Brien yeah. plays in the backlight now, doesn't he? Um, the, Sorry? The, the... O'Brien for Hawthorne, he's a he's a backman. He's a now yeah. Yep. Um Yeah, be interesting. Um hmm. uh, yeah, I mean
1: if you'd sort of said at the start of the year that um we'd be going to round four and a hunt and Brayshaw would be in the twos, um, you wouldn't really have... That'd be a bit of a shock, wouldn't it?
0: Oh, most definitely. Um, It'd be a huge shock.
1: Uh, Hunt would have been in everybody's best 22 at the start of the year. Yep. um, And Brayshaw in many uh, best 22s, so... And um
0: just while I'm looking at uh the team from last year that we played then there's there's one big out that we had uh last year that that wasn't playing and that's uh big Maxi um yep into the team um yep um
1: if we play our best footy, we should date them and that and I don't know whether we will tag Mitchell or whether someone goes head to head with him and Pays him half attention. I don't. I don't know. But um, uh, if we play our best footy, where you know we should beat Hawthorne and and probably beat them comfortably.
0: Well, he does worry me, uh, Mitchell. Uh, his stats are, are just um, you know <laughs> frightening. Uh, it's getting
1: yeah. But we've got a good yeah. midfield too. So um, you know we've got a good enough midfield that we can go head to head with sides that have got. Um, that have also got good midfields, and I don't know that Hawthorne's is necessarily that deep beyond Mitchell.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. Um,
1: but you're right, they've got those Pacey, the, you know, the Bruce um, and Isaac Smith, those runners yep. no, I um, Smith, who, yeah. who can expose us going the other way. So we're going to need to work hard.
0: Yep, we are. And. Um... De- yeah most definitely uh so i would as we said no injury concerns so a few guys performing at casey selection table will be interesting this week so uh watch this space and we'll see what uh what happens uh but definitely a massive game and you know it's one you know every week obviously we want to win but this this will really show us where we are going into that tigers game and um yeah, and we'll talk about the Tigers game next week uh, when we know where we're at on the ladder.
1: Um, Hunt's Hunt's really the interesting one, isn't he? Because let's assume he plays really great footy over the next two or three weeks for Casey, and he really is knocking down the door. But the structure of the back line with Frost in there is working. Um, who makes way for Hunt? Oh, indeed if he if he gets uh, you know if he gets his skates back on
0: oh, look having selection table headaches is, is a beautiful thing I've said it almost every week this year and um, it would be a good thing for the team if uh, he's bashing the door down and can't get in um, who goes out it's it's all comes down to form I guess Yeah. Um, if the need isn't there for him to come in to take someone or bring a bit of extra dash, then he's going to have to wait his wait his turn. Um, mm. Good, good, good problem to have for a team. And um, you know, if we can stay relatively injury free, and that's not a given uh, for any team, then um, yeah, a good thing. Um, I wanted to talk about an article. I'm not sure. Did you read? Um, the Gornies, Harold's uh, son, I think he does once a yes. month a, a thing. So you know the names Barassi, uh, Flower, uh, Lion. I'm sure you know a guy, David Neitz. Well, they're all champions of the club. Um, where does uh, Nathan Jones sit among that group? Um, according to Maxi he should uh, be up there with uh, the greats of the club. Um, he's won, you know quite a number of best and fairests, I think um, one Sorry. more puts yep. him puts him equal with um, who's a put him equal with
1: um, Jimmy, probably, Jimmy. I yeah.
0: Think. I think it puts him with Jimmy, we didn't mention Jimmy yes, <laughs> we didn't even mention Jimmy in that uh, he's definitely among the greats of the club um, yeah, well Gorney thinks very highly of uh, Jonesy, so um, you know, he's yeah. I don't know if he's in that league. He's knocking on the door. I love the guy. Bleeds red and blue. Um, you know, could have. August left, 20,
1: 2006. Oh. Remember where you yeah. were? Well, a fair uh, chance Melbourne Demons uh, will at least remember.
0: <laughs> That's what happened when you open a browser and it automatically plays um, a clip. But. Um, yeah, Jonesy, you know, could have Was left...
1: that the late, great Drew Morford?
0: No, it wasn't. That uh, is someone from Fox Footy. <laughs> right. I opened that uh, Herald Sun article and that uh, started playing. Um, yeah, where's Jonesy sort of sit? Uh, could have left the club. Um...
1: It's Look, I know what Max is saying. Yeah. It's too early to make the call, though. You can't. Make that call until he's until he's finished, basically. Yeah. Um, as a player in football terms, um, I, you know he doesn't rank with those named. Um, you know, Flower was uh, was one of the all-time greats, and was poetry in motion. Um, Jimmy uh, revolutionised um, the role of the ruckman. Um, And I think you could safely say that, you know, Gary Lyon and David Neitz were perhaps better better players than Jones. Um, But in terms of um, being a part of the fabric of the club um, and a club identity, I, I definitely think Jones is up there and will be up there with them when his career is said and done, particularly if, uh, like Robbie, he has a sort of a fairy tale end to it. Um, I mean, if we play finals this year and, um, uh, God forbid, if we ever win a premiership in the next couple of years, um, then his is going to be one of the all-time great stories at the club and it'll be up there with Jimmy um, and Robbie because... Uh, not only has he improved himself as a player, um, you know, quite markedly from um, uh, from you know when he first made his debut, what eleven or twelve years ago now, um, but the fact that he um, uh, the fact that he was around um, uh, during the darkest days and basically well he replaced Trengove um, and Grimes. Um, you know, at the heart of the dark times, um, to go from uh, from there to a fairy tale finish um, would would, as I say, rival any other of the great stories um, of uh, in the history of the club.
0: Yeah, uh, couldn't agree more. Um, I loved <laughs> Max's uh, line in there talking about um talking about jonesy uh where <laughs> did you he's a young fella rough boy from mount eliza whose hair was gone by 11 and had tats covering his skin before <laughs> puberty arrived uh, I, I just love max's uh uh i just love his style everything about him and he certainly uh loves nathan jones and um yep i i hope they do it for for him um you know good couldn't get a more deserving uh, bloke, and um, you know, as I said, bleeds the red and uh, red and the blue.
1: Yeah, uh, look, by you know, we really should be playing finals this year, which will be uh, a big milestone on his journey. Even though he did play finals in his first year. Um, uh but yeah i mean imagine if we did make it to the big day and uh imagine him holding up the cup um that's uh just made me yeah. weak weak
0: at the knees <laughs> <laughs> yes oh wouldn't that be something uh, yeah that would be a very drunken uh podcast uh, you would think on the uh wednesday after um that's if we have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 yep. we'll think of something. Um, there was, uh, I'm not sure if the article was this, the whole thing about being patient with, uh, with Lever, I think we might've talked about it, uh, this week. And I just read just before, I think Lever was on one of the, um, footy shows tonight. And, uh, he sort of said that, um, he sort of admitted that he's, uh, for that, you know, he's, playing a below expectations um, and you know he's looking forward to sort of um, you know sort of start performing a bit better He said individually it wasn't what I'd like to start my career off at Melbourne um, He says he thinks that his first half against Brisbane was uh, back to the way that he likes to play and again on the weekend he found a little bit of form uh, but there's obviously massive steps that he can take. Um, he then said, uh, "You put so much pressure on yourself to perform every week, and he's no different. He'd really like to play his role every week and try to dominate, and that's what he tries to do." Um, uh, he says, "I think in the last two weeks I've been happy, but I think there's another gear that he can go to." And um, yeah, let's. He said, "Also said, I try not to put too much pressure on myself because in the end, one player can't really make the finals for the team." And I think people have to. Rem- I think people have to remember that that you know, there's no one player that's going to come to the club and be be the savior. And I think a lot of people who you know thought that he's going to come in and that's going to be the difference. But he's just another cog in this wheel that we've created on this car that's hopefully a Ferrari and not a lemon. Um,
1: <laughs> so you know, uh, you're absolutely right that people or some people thought that he was going to arrive at Melbourne and magically transform the back line and that all of a sudden, you know, it'd be impossible to score more than a handful of goals against us, but uh, um, that's not the case and in reality was never really going to be the case. Um, As we can see, the coaching, uh, the football department are still, I wouldn't say experimenting, but perhaps getting the mix right still, and it might change from game to game. And as he acknowledged in that article, I think, um, he's going to uh, learn more um, uh, and grow as a defender, particularly in the one-on-one stuff, and that's where, where he aspires to be, in the Rants and McGovern um, you know, type range that can intercept as well as play one-on-one. So uh, I am firmly in the absolutely... Not even slightly concerned about Lever Camp, um, and uh, yeah, uh, the, some of the um, some of the crap that's being said about him uh, on the board is uh, is is humorous.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think we mentioned it last week that you can't judge um, the deal based on the two, three games that he's played. Um, we're just going to have to wait the uh, a couple of years and then we can uh, judge whether the decision was to do to get him for what we got him for is right or not um, uh, yeah. he, be- as, yeah, as you said he he's, has conceded he needs to improve that one-on-one game and um, he says that he did benefit from Frost coming back in and you know he can sort of play the way uh, like, like his role at Adelaide but then wants to uh, improve that part of his game and I've got no doubt he will, he'll find his feet and he'll be a great player for the Melbourne Football Club as well as being, I think in the end, will be a great leader uh, for the club and um, you know, you can't sort of, well, oh, you can't buy that leadership, but <laughs> I think we did.
1: <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you can. <laughs> we'll see, time time will uh, will be the judge of that. Um Anything else? Uh, what you, yeah, go on.
1: What did you think of the biting? Oh, yeah, that's three a, weeks. Three weeks for biting.
0: I think it's pretty, pretty, pretty dirty thing to do. Um,
1: it was a soft bite. It's more of a care. love bite.
0: I don't. Th- I think it doesn't matter if you break the skin. You know, there's all. You know, players have to go off with the blood rule, and if you're piercing someone's skin with saliva, you know, there's bodily fluids being exchanged there it's it's really not a good look i think it deserved a harsher penalty um you know we've been penalized worse for a lot less you know uh yeah i you know
1: chris lewis got chris lewis got three weeks for biting todd viney back in the day yeah but in in
0: those days uh, biting was more socially acceptable (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think it's a bad bad look i think they should have made a a, made an example of him and um he should have got more for it i don't care how sorry he is um i think uh, our good friend super Mikado said something funny and i'll probably butcher it uh in the retelling (laughs) of it because I can't even remember what he said, but he said something to the effect that will he, will, will this, what was his name? It's not Conor McGregor. That's the... the McKenna. McKenna, yeah. Conor McGregor's the UFC guy. Um, that he, will he have to do, write 50 articles like Tom Bug did to redeem himself uh, in order mm-hmm. to get back in the good graces of everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, they should have made an example of him. He should have got five weeks for that. Um, might be a bit harsh, but I think that sends a message that biting is unacceptable. Look, I don't think people are going to start biting because they know they're going to get away with it. But um, yeah, it's not a good look.
1: Mm. Um, Most of the commentary from commentators and players has been has been exactly what you said that he should have got uh, uh, that he should have got more.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it, it's ugly. And- Do you know that I,
1: Mick Malthouse never forgave Todd Viney? If you remember, Todd had to go and get an AIDS test.
0: Yes, he did. He did. And, and I think that made it... Uh... I think
1: Malthouse thought that we sort of leaked that to the press um, and made a sort of a big deal out of it. And I don't think... Uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but... He, I, he, it was only a couple of years ago, and he could tell that he, he Malthouse was still bitter about it. Um, you know, and this is something that happened in 1990 or 91, and I wonder whether he still resents Todd Viney to this very day over it.
0: Well, let's just hope he's not taking his his anger at Todd out on uh, Jack. Uh because it, it's the sins of the father and all that. Um, yep. Uh, because we can't take calls, I'll just uh, read a couple of the uh, things in the chat room. Um, uh, don't make me angry, you said Gus should come in for Vince. Um, uh, what do you think of that, Vince? We didn't talk about him. Uh, I think he kicked a goal early. I think he, was he playing more forward this week? Uh sort of playing around a bit, but, um, you know, I like, I've always said uh, Vince should be played in the forward line. I think he was playing there early, kicked a goal. Um.
1: Yeah, it might have been, because uh, I think Lewis spent a bit of time on the wing. Yeah. Uh, maybe he and Lewis were perhaps swapping.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but, yeah, Bernie, he, he kicked one from about 50, didn't he? Yeah. Or just inside 50. Yeah. Um, and as you uh, as you regularly point out, he's 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 generally a good. He can
0: uh, find the goals. Um, he's
1: generally a good goal scorer. Yep.
0: Uh, don't make me angry. Has also said love the bug and Kent aggression and yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think we need we need the mongrel. Uh, you know. Need a bit of that aggression, yep. so yeah, I like it. Uh great Viney, is there anything else that we've missed? Uh what's happening on Demon Land? Any uh, anything else that we need to bring up? Um anything interesting? Um talked about the golden era of Ruckman a little bit. Um
1: Well I noticed the the Ollie Wine thread or or a, an Ollie Wine thread is back. Yes. Um And I think there's all conjecture. I think he's he's, uh, he's up for contract renewal at the moment. Yep. And I actually dug back into the the Demonland archives today and I nearly bumped the Ollie Wines lounge, which, if you remember, was created for the um, specific purpose of um, whinging about Ollie Wines (laughs) and reminiscing about how we didn't select him. Yep. And even rumour mongering that Todd wanted Ollie, but was overruled by Mark Neeld—a yeah. story that's never been confirmed by anyone ever, but which is just accepted fact. Um, but I left it—I uh, left it um, in the uh, in the doldrums there. Um, and I noted that the last time that thread had been revived was two years ago, which was when Ollie's contract was last up for renewal. So perhaps we should just merge the current thread into the old, into the existing Ollie Wines Lounge, um, and that wines is obviously spelt with an H um, for the express we purpose of whining. Yes,
0: uh, I like it. Um, well, you would think they're going to probably offer him the captaincy uh, to try and keep him, I think. Um, I take, Would you take him in a heartbeat? Uh if he wanted to come.
1: Look, I think it's too early to say on the Tumpus wine situation, so I think we just need to sit back and see how Jimmy Tumpus goes over the next couple of years. <laughs> Ollie's probably just ahead at the moment.
0: Yeah, I, uh, can't, l- even look what I, t- I can't even. Um, I can't see you, so I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not, <laughs> even though I can hear the dripping uh, through the microphone. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Look, what a, every, any club would take him. He's a brute. Um, uh, he's an absolute brute. Um, but he's not. He's not really what we require. Um, we tend to have the the brutish side of things covered. We really need a a good runner um, rather than an Ollie Lyons, But uh, he's a, he's a great player. There's there's no doubt about that he has been He's been, like Jack Viney since day one they've both been very good players
0: Are We um, do you think we'll be in line to sort of go after someone at the end of this year or do we not have any currency it's very early days obviously and do we even have any currency um, with the exception of having to give up somebody um, I don't think we've got the, the draft currency and I don't think we're gonna. I don't know if we would dip into the. And I don't think we can. You can't trade two years in a row. Your first. What's the story there
1: with the trading first round picks? I oh, couldn't tell you. You'd have to. Whispering Jack is. You'd, you'd have to get uh, Whispering Jack on for for all of that.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: don't think. But we've got there, to there is a restriction time. on the number of those. Yeah, deals I don't that think we can, can do in a I don't certain think time we can,
0: frame. I don't think we can give up the two. The next. Uh, the next number one pick. So I don't know if we're going to have currency unless we do offload uh, players as well. Um, and there's not really players that we would want to lose, even if it does bring someone in. Um, and, I mean, you can, every year on Deemland, you know, people package a couple of, <laughs> you know, sort of... Uh, Couple of players who are higher up the list, <laughs> thinking that giving four of those guys to a team will get you, um, you know, get you a Gaff or something or a Sloan, but that's not going to work. You, oh, you are we still
1: same? allowed to offer Matt Jones <laughs> as part of a, as part of any deal? Yeah, Matt was always was always the add-on yeah. um, in those scenarios, wasn't he? Package him up with anyone else.
0: Yeah, well, I think Demon Landers at the time uh, always uh, sort of like to do that. But yeah, uh, don't make me angry. Says Viney's foot is getting better. Well, yes, yeah, so hope it is. <laughs> we really need that. He's on track. Um, memberships. Um, I see we've broken the um, forty thousand mark. Um, as of this evening we're 40,012 members um almost a month ahead of last year we reached 40,083 on May 7 uh 2017 so I'd, i don't know I'd, I'd say we'd still sell a few memberships in the coming weeks um particularly if we win but yeah uh, do you think we can make that 45,000 mark this year
1: uh, pot- potentially mm. Potentially If we win the next couple of weeks And have a good win against the Tigers the, You know a, the Membership cut off isn't until June, June I don't yeah. think um, So there's, there's still a fair way to go Having said that Most of the people Who sort of who join at the ground tend to do that in the first few weeks of the season, don't they?
0: Yeah, you'd think so. Like you
1: see huge, huge queues in rounds one, two and three and they sort of get smaller as the season goes on. Um,
0: yeah, I've never understood those queues in this day and age. You'd think most people would jump yeah, online. I wouldn't line up before the game. I'd just get on the uh, get on the internet and buy it uh, there and then. But I guess...
1: I, I once had to line up because I bought guest passes for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, I was there like an hour early and I just, yeah, people must miss the first at least quarter, if not half, um, because it takes a while. Well, I guess they do Um, want
0: the membership to actually get into the ground, so that's maybe why they line up. Yeah, well,
1: that's true, but you're right, I don't know why people don't do it digitally. Uh, One question we didn't, um, that was raised earlier that we should or could discuss was asked by Donelska, and that's where is uh, Billy Stretch at? Yeah, well, because he's uh, he's well down the pecking order at the moment, isn't he?
0: Well, I'm not watching uh, Casey at the moment. I've been sort of on the road, so I've only been able to see the D's. Um, how's his form tracking in there? Um, I, haven't really I haven't heard his name yet, mentioned. So that's you know that's that's quite telling. I like Billy when he's in the team, but. At the moment, he's not in the best 22. Um, he can play best 22 footy, um, and he's just now another guy knocking on the door and finding it difficult to, to get in. And, you know, we know the he can't The problem can is play. he's not knocking on the door. No, the that's the thing, you know. He's, he's sort of back mm. in that, back in that line, getting... Yeah. Good problem yeah. to have, because we know he can perform, but he's got a... He's got to earn his spot in there, and um, if you do earn your way in, you got to perform. And you know, Dean Ken showed what you've got to do to keep you, keep in there. And if you don't do that, uh, like you know, Hannum was in the team earlier and he wasn't doing it. Jaden Hunt wasn't doing it, and you see what happens when you've got guys knocking on the door. What happens to you if you don't perform? So, anyone who gets their opportunity has to, you know, hit it out of the park. Because if you don't, then you're you're taking the long trip down the uh, freeway to Casey, I guess. Yep. Um, So that's memberships. Sign up if you haven't. I I dare say anyone who listens to these podcasts probably has a membership. So um, that's probably not a problem. Um, uh, Just going back to Casey for a sec. I think all of of our recruits uh, were playing this week um, and from what I heard and from what I read on Demonland and Demonland's a great place if you are listening to this to to stay up to date with all the Casey stuff because we've got guys who go to the games and um, it's a good way to find out information about that um, but Oscar yeah. Baker apparently had a great first half and it was a hot day yep. so I think he sort of slowed down a bit at the end but that's a great sign looking forward to seeing him playing at some point this year. Um, uh, I heard that um, Harrison Petty, and this is Whispering Jack, told me that that uh, people were very impressed with his game. I don't think he had a lot of stats, particularly because the ball wasn't down in the back line too much, but people said what he did looked great, so that's uh, someone to look forward to.
1: Um, there were one or two posters on Land who made that observation as well. So that's pleasing to hear.
0: Yep, looking forward. And uh, to say
1: that he shows plenty of promise. Hmm.
0: Although we have had many players showing plenty of promise at Casey, so let's hope that's not one of the uh, one of our old old old. Uh, you know, I can't tell you the number of times I've read Casey threads going back years. And, back to Sandringham when we are with them and hearing about players that, you know, are going to be great. Um, but that's good to hear that uh, he's showing a lot of promise. Um, Spargo got suspended, I heard. Um, so he won't be playing that's this good. week. <laughs> Shows a bit of aggression. We like the, the aggression. We don't like players getting, uh, getting uh, suspended. But, uh, yeah. Good to uh, here, and obviously Bailey Fritch, our other one, is playing in the seniors. So, yep, all promising signs. Uh, predictions for this week? Do you have a prediction? Uh, do you think we can knock off the Hawks?
1: Yep. It's uh, funny. One of the media outlets referred to the Hawks as uh, one of our bogey teams, well, and I thought, well, we, we only beat them. We beat them at the end out. of two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. So it's not like we've got this huge, terrible record against no, them. No,
0: the but, but... Really,
1: every, everyone's our bogey side if you're <laughs> yeah. looking at our recent history if you look at we've been the last so 10 years. bloody hopeless.
0: I will say, um, uh, so, yeah, bogey team. Some of our performances against Hawthorne in the last 10 years and take it with a grain of salt because the last 10 years we've been crap, but they've thumped us a lot of times uh, in that period. So yeah, they've I, we've
1: won... 25 premierships as well during that time. So <laughs> exactly. You're so. talking about one of the best ever sides. Yeah, they were One of the worst ever sides. Exactly. So
0: I would like to do what they um, have done to us. Um, I can't see us beating them by 100 points. I don't think we're, our consistency is there yet, but I'd like to um, teach them a, les- a football lesson. That would be nice. Um, but... I'm not as confident that we'll will do that. Uh, I'd like to, like to get the win first, and we'll take uh, yeah. Anything that happens. Look, I, I
1: just I don't think we've played our best footy yet. No, um, we've played some decent footy, but I don't think we've gotten anywhere near our best. To be honest, so I think once it really clicks, um, uh, it'll 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 really um, uh, it'll really be exciting.
0: There's... There's a thread on Demonland, a predictions uh, thread for this week, um, and I was scrolling through it. There's a lot of confident people on Demonland. <laughs> um, I, I need some of their confidence. Um, a lot of people thinking we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna belt them. Uh, <laughs>
1: As George on the outer just said, he wants to put Jeff Kennett back in his box. (laughs) And all Melbourne supporters should agree with that because Kennett at times has called for um, our club to be um, made extinct, (laughs) basically. Um, So, yeah, couldn't agree more, George.
0: Yes, and uh, I will also mention uh, if you do like... um... If you do like reading a summary of our games, George, on the outer, who's in our chat room at the moment, uh, always, week in, week out, uh, writes a fantastic article um, about yep. the game. So thank you, George, for that. Um, anything else? So we, um, I think we've covered everything, unless you have anything, other pressing issues uh, you want to bring up?
1: <laughs> nope. Nope. But we're oh, all good.
0: We're all good. Uh, well... That's been another edition of the Demon Land podcast as I bring up the sound of our uh, fantastic music. Thank you for joining for joining us, everyone who was in the chat room. Thank you to anyone who is uh, listening to this on replay. And I will mention, I, I made a big boo-boo uh, the last two weeks. Uh, I've been on the road, I've had a laptop, and when I've been uploading... The show to iTunes, uh, which a lot of people a lot of people listen on SoundCloud, which I have a link on on the site. But more people uh, download through iTunes or other podcast catching apps. Um, and so I uploaded the, the the shows, and I named the files Demonland, Demonland whatever number of the podcast it is. And I uploaded them, but the podcast apps look for a different thing. They look for Demaland Podcasts something, something, something. So I named the files incorrectly. So when people in iTunes tried to get episode 33 and 34 the last two weeks, it was just giving them an error message. So it was linking, it was a bad link basically. So I've got to apologize for that. Someone on Facebook alerted that me to that uh, today that there was an error and I quickly found the reason why. Uh, And that definitely won't happen again. So, (laughs) sorry, my bad. Um,
1: Apology accepted.
0: All right, thank you very much. So our stats for the last two weeks, uh, Greg, I share the stats with uh, Greg Viney every couple of weeks. They might not be so great for the last two podcasts because people couldn't listen to it. And these type of podcasts aren't the type of podcasts you go back and listen to. They're quite topical at the time. I I can't see how someone would want to listen to round four from last year. Um, I just I don't think we're
1: the exception to that. Of course, is the Alan Jakovic well, podcast
0: uh, interviews, which aside. I must uh,
1: listen to uh, again um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, did did he uh, yeah. did he
0: did he get our names right this time? I think he for most of the interview he was calling he was calling you yeah, he was mixing us me. up yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, without just the stats that you mentioned is a champion data that keeps stats on our podcast or uh, do we use one of their rivals
0: we do use one of their rivals i count them as we they, won't mention them as people download them I, i'm keeping a pen and pad next to my bed and uh just take it no uh yeah quite healthy the stats on uh on itunes uh, a lot of people downloading it that way and um yeah i'll When I get back, I'll have a look what happened. (laughs) I don't think we'll have any stats because if people couldn't uh, get the episodes, they couldn't get them. So, um, yeah, apologize for that if you're trying to get it. You can listen to them now if you want to hear about our fantastic loss to Geelong and our great win over um, uh, Brisbane. Uh, Go back and have a listen to them if you couldn't listen to them because I'm sure it's riveting uh, listening uh, as they are every single week. So um, we'll be back uh, next week. I'll be back in the Demon Land podcast studio um as the song finishes up um yeah we'll be back next week on our home ground um well my home ground anyway um thank you great viney um for joining me again and um yeah we'll be back next week go demons
1: go days